This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Okay, what is up, you guys? And welcome back for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. Again, this is a podcast for the unoffended but constantly irritated individuals. Remember, it is not our fault. Everything gets on <laughs> our nerves. Um, as always, I am your host, Sydney, sharing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on my nerves this week, because y'all know it was something. Um, Kendall is not able to join us this week. My girl busy with work, but she got to make that money, so I support it. Um, but I have a guest, so it worked out perfectly. You know, that's just how things go around here. But I am super excited for this week's guest. I have Morgan, aka Miss Morganic. Um, Morgan is a creator of Healthy Her Healthy Ho merch, as well as being a blogger at the Organic Savage. And I am super excited for our conversation today. Morgan, do you want to give a quick introduction? Hi, my name is Morgan, um, the official Healthy Ho. Um, I love that introduction because everything annoys me and everybody. I don't know if it's because I'm my only child. I don't know what it is. Everything annoys me, but um, yeah, I think you did my introduction pretty well. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) And Morgan is also based in St. Louis, like I am. So we got some Midwest girls in the building, but we are in for an interesting discussion today. As mentioned before, Morgan is the healthy hoe, and she previously ventured into veganism and kind of had her blog around this and organic eating. So I want to talk about, you know, being health conscious. What does veganism mean to both of us, as well as having a balanced diet and so many other things about food? I love food, so I'm really excited for this conversation, but we'll get more into it. Starting off with the very first segment of the show, we have fed up or f***ed up. So technically, this little segment is kind of like a what grinds my gear sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I love this just for my audience to get to know my guests better, because what better way to know people than knowing about what gets on their nerves? Exactly. So uh, Morgan, if you Morgan, if you want, you can go first or I can go first. But again, it'll just be about what had us fed up or fucked up these past week. OK, I'll let you go first. OK, so I'm going to go. Yeah, I feel like we already know what I'm about to talk about um yeah. yes <laughs> Roe v way being overturned like this is some absolute foolishness like summer just started but we already about to have to protest as we have so many other times because I really don't know what the fuck is going on but I'm sh- well I do but I don't and you know what I like how you phrase that because I feel the same way <laughs> like if you guys don't know this is a landmark case um it was ruled back in 93 Uh, which constitutionally said women um, had access to abortion. It was legalized on a federal level. States could not make that decision. Um, But now since it's been overturned, this means that states have the right to now ban abortion. And as of right now, 22 states have either made abortions illegal or have had trigger laws in case that it was ever overturned, that they could ban abortion within 30 days. Like, that is crazy. And I mean, you know, 
Missouri. You very are in red state, very just Republican, conservative. We got all of that energy. It's bad energy, <laughs> y'all, but it's all here. And so Missouri made the announcement shortly afterwards that it was now banned in the state. The only sole clinic offering surgical abortions in St. Louis is was also immediately like told to stop performing mm-hmm. the procedure in general. And what's even crazier about this whole thing, like not only is this just discriminatory and just again controlling women's bodies and putting these bans on reproductive rights, but it also sets the precedent for other cases that have been passed um, and just who they might target next. Mm-hmm. Because that can mean other um, reproductive rights could be targeted as well as any LGBTQ landmark cases and so forth. And even Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thompson, Clarence Thomas said that the court should re- reconsider rulings on same-sex marriage and relationships. So and literally- and even contraception. They like, come before everything. It, man, I was just talking to my friend about this the other day. It's like with a lot of this stuff, I have really gotten to the point of like, there's like work for everybody to do right. Like everybody has their space. And like my space with all of that type of stuff is no longer trying to like convince people of anything, but just helping those who are in the position. Like, because it just takes so much energy. And I feel it's with some of this stuff, some people know that they're being ridiculous. Like to a certain extent, I think they know that they're being ridiculous, but it's like a cognitive dissonance there or something like that. I don't, I I really don't know. And I just, uh, it's just, so I was reading up on like, um, like the exceptions that are like still in some places. And then I was reading um because it was like the ex- with the exception of rape right but even with the exception of rape it's like if it's reported well how many people even report that they've been raped yeah. so so there's like a whole other thing and it's just I don't even like like how some people been saying like it has to be this most dramatic thing that happened to it you d- that does not have one, to be the most dramatic scenario for a woman to still have access exactly and for number one it's not like they even care about the most dramatic oh now they care about rape oh now oh now we're so concerned that if you've been raped that now we no they don't even care if you've been raped nine times out of ten so it's just like oh we'll still protect you if you've been raped but like in all reality we don't even run rape kits so what is that and I mean even then was that it was Missouri I don't know if you remember the guy was he a representative but do you remember the guy like Todd Akins when he even said like oh there's a difference between rape and legitimate rape and people was like what and that comes from like rape like messaging like I know we all love Dateline and stuff I'm not Dateline law and order and stuff like that that comes from like this vision of like what people think rape always yeah like dramatized when it's over the top stranger grabbed off the street but there are so many you think anybody's gonna hear a woman out who who feels as if she has been violated by her husband and she and and he had sex with her when she didn't want to and she know it's not a good relationship so she chooses to not tell Mm -hmm. him that she's pregnant and goes out on her own and gets an abortion it's so many layers to it and to this conversation 
that is we I feel like the root of everything is like people just are not in any way empathetic to what people are going through in their situation. Um, I was I'm gonna send I was also reading this other article and it was just speaking about all these super religious and we just get into that uh, <laughs> because it's like even me you know it's these people who like don't feel like other people can impose their religion on them but want to impose their, their religion like, on other people and mm-hmm. when they feel it's convenient their religion True. whatever I... that means and they so it was like this article with all these women who are now pro-life right who had abortions and feel like somebody should have stopped them from having abortions. Now they feel bad. Okay, that's nobody's problem, but your own. Oh my God, Morgan, that is so crazy. You brought that up because I was literally reading an article about that, about how um, it might've been Missouri, but how an older couple came and people were protesting and they're like oh they're like we're celebrating and the wife is like I had previously had an abortion a long long time ago and I wish somebody would have stepped in and not allowed me to make that decision therefore if this would have been banned then I wouldn't have done it and it's like but you did it so you you should be here in support if anything projection like you have something around and then was your husband was that your baby's dad like we need more details foolishness. so foolishness. you so you but it's but you know people have this thing like but I did it for a different reason my reason was different than their reason so it's so it's like it's like that's not the case and even with Clarence Thomas specifically I am even more like what's missing what's not clicking as Sister Patterson said, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what's not clicking? What's what not is not clicking? clicking? But with Clarence Thomas, like his wife is white. Look, and last time need to overturn loving okay, versus Virginia get, because because I could have sworn a lot you of your do white that. Christian counterparts still don't even believe that that is right. So let's get into it, baby. Like if we just go take it back, let's we might as well it, go all the way back. The clock back. Let's run it back, baby. Like. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not personally offended by what act like I am by this union. Like, <laughs> what? But it's just, again, it is so ridiculous. And I just feel so bad for people who already don't have the resources necessary to know how to get access to care. If they do want to actually go to a state where they do perform abortions and so forth, like, it's just limiting it that further and establishing more barriers for women. And it's just so sad. Like, I really yeah. hate that because there are so many people who are just not in the predicament to raise a child. And a lot of times women are honest about this. Like either some women, like you said, I am married, but it's not a happy home. I don't feel comfortable bringing a child into this environment. Some people like we heading into a recession. I mean, even some people like so, it's a high girl summer. I can't so do many this. Reasons is so many reasons. And then just this, oh my goodness. I know so many people that like went through the foster care system too. So I'm happy to hear them speaking out because it's always these people. I will adopt your baby. Why you ain't, why you ain't got no, why you ain't got no adoption, adoption now? is so difficult and expensive it, and tiresome. All, it's freaking, it's darn near child trafficking is what it is because yeah. it costs so much to do it. These kids go to these 
most of them are never adopted. Like these stories of like this adoption, that is like the fantasy that happens to every couple of kids. It does not happen most of the time. Most of the time, you're a foster child and you're going through and through and through the foster system. And by the grace of God, nobody sexually assaults you during or you're not traumatized or traumatized and even and then you hear about people leaving foster care and being put out at 18 oh, put and street. they don't have oh, any family like the day of your 18th birthday it's like too bad so sad okay and it's just like these people do not and I feel like I would even have a little bit more understanding if if I if like these people who are so against it were then so staunchly for and advocating for the lives of these kids after they were here and like going out of their way to do so. But it all ends at being pro-life and nothing else like nothing else happens after yes. that. You do nothing else for these kids. And yes. I just feel like that is where it, that's where it becomes hypocritical because. It's like I said, it's always these people. I will adopt your baby. Well, the adoption system has been open. Why do you not already have the adopted baby, honey? Like, where where's the baby? Like, and it's just so it's absolutely ridiculous. But again, I am grateful and thankful for those people that are working within the community, doing work, still trying yep. to provide and resources. They have been doing the work still- that they've been prepared. And yes, I was going to say, I feel like a lot of them have already been prepared for this day to come. Yeah. So now it's just more about strategizing and staying resilient because that's all you can do. And I don't even like the jokes that people have cracked about Handmaid's Tale and so forth, because I mean, Handmaid's Tale is literally based on all of the things that have been done to black women and mm-hmm. indigenous women yeah. to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. white women, open your eyes. This is nothing mm-hmm. new. I mean, it's affecting you more now, but just thinking about it overall and those people that, again, are going to experience the most barriers are going to be black I mean, women, our bodies Hispanic have literally women. been a breeding ground. So it's a breeding ground when you want it to be. And then when you say it's not, it's not like it, you know, so many contradictions. It's just terrible to see the the era this country is moving into. But I feel like people have already predicted this just based on the past few years. Like we are no longer in a progressive era. We Mm -hmm. have literally just reversed so many things and taken so many steps back. Um, and it's just ridiculous. And then yep. these companies and these brands still saying stuff like I'm pro-America. I'm- yep. And they love it. They love it here. And it's just like the other thing, which is it's always going to be like it's going to be the poorer people who have to deal with this because trust and believe, baby, if you got some money. Oh, your parents. Oh, let's say little Susie who on her way to Harvard or whatever. And her parents are sending her to get a missus degree gets pregnant her prom night what you think and I even think that's wrong because a lot of them parents force their daughters to have an abortion they don't want one that's why it's the right to choose (laughs) the right to choose what you want to do but they would ship them off they got the money to to pay for it to do that to go take care of in-house doctors who won't say anything yeah so it's just the rest of us who and, and people who try hard to not because when people say oh think of the kids think of the kids think of the kids yeah a lot of people are thinking of the kids when they make that decision like this is a horrible environment to bring a child into 
But like, you know, these people don't care about what type of environment. They can't wait till the kid grow up in a bad environment. So then they can say society is the reason that these kids are in a bad environment, running around having kids and blah, blah, blah. You know, they just it's, it's literally just years. It's this big domino effect of just all of these additional problems that will likely happen yeah. and it's just sad to see but I, like I said if you out there doing the work continue to yeah. and if you haven't started and you're a woman you need to whether it be helping your friends you know stocking up on your birth control if mm-hmm. you really don't want to have well, a so child curious. like really knowing your options I'm so curious about the contraception and you know um I um I'm not gonna say like exactly where I work but I have worked in like um uh, sex education and stuff like that so I first of all we in Missouri it's a very like abstinence heavy state yes abstinence heavy and I try to tell parents all the time kids are not dumb and they are not stupid telling them about sex and about contraception is not going to make them do anything it just kind of open up their eyes and they know what's going on or whatever and with a state like Missouri that's very abstinence heavy, I would be curious to see what happens with the contraception conversation. And like, I, I don't put it past them to like make it where you cannot use contraception. Like, and, and I that know itself is craziness. Yeah, that is utter foolishness and craziness. Like we are going into a whole recession, y'all. Yeah. I feel like we have other things that we should be focused on at the moment. Um, yep. And then all the areas that it goes into, my friend was telling me, cause I don't understand like IVF and stuff, but mm-hmm. she, like, I, I don't understand it, but she knows like the process and stuff to a certain extent. So I'm trying to, I'm sure I'm going to mess up, but the best way I can is that, <laughs> <laughs> is that, uh, so nobody like come in the comments, tell me I'm all the way wrong. But my understanding, the brief understanding that she told me to like Mm -hmm. generalize about the IVF is that they now would consider once it's fertilized to be a baby and you cannot then, because usually they would, for lack of a better term, get rid or get rid of and and implant you with some of the healthy ones or things like that. So now I was saying, so now what they do, she would say, well, you would have to pay thousands of dollars to either store them for the rest of your life or implant all of them. Or, that is crazy. Know, oh my I'm God. Like, I never thought about it. Even so then, sometimes what, I've, or I've heard of other scenarios too, where women get IVF and they implant too many mm-hmm. embryos or something happens where it's like an, uh, what is it called? Eptopic pregnancy see, where the yeah. embryo is not mm-hmm. inside of the uterus, but like on the lining or it can and be something dangerous. To, mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yeah. It leans into so many other areas. And I feel like the regular people who are just so pro-life, like they are not thinking about anything but some hoe aborting a baby and she should have her legs closed. And it's like, you know what? Who cares? What if she was? What if she she was? What if she was? What if she was? Why is it your business? Yeah, why is it not? Why is it your business? If it was men, it would not be anybody's business. Just like half of these, the ones that do do it, they, a lot of these political people who all up in that, they be having mistresses. You know what? Don't even get me, like, don't even get me started. <laughs> I am just still, like, it's still very triggering to read. But at the end of the day, 
I'm just gonna try to stay optimistic about it as hard as it can fucking be yeah because at the end of the day like I am one person I'm just gonna have to put steps in place to make sure I'm contributing somehow some way but I mean that's how I got with like so much different stuff because I feel like I used to be so outspoken like because I'm like I just want to like speak about everything and I just realized like man sometimes you just gotta be in the right spaces and do what you can and you don't even really gotta like get on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like it's so draining. It is so draining. Like yes. It, it is. is. And I I hate it. But you I got off my chest what had me fed up more again. You got well, anything shoot, different? That was mine. Um then maybe or Marion had me messed fed up this week. Screaming I haven't watched the verses. Oh my God, you gotta watch it. Cause why would you ruin my childhood fantasy of you like that? Like of who I of how I thought you could sing and everything. Why would you do that? So okay. I need, like I said, since I didn't watch it, I need more context, but I keep hearing all of these things. So did he not live up to the expectations <laughs> of performing or was he just like talking shit? Like what happened? He he, well, he started trying to talk stuff. See, the doggone thing was like 12 hours long. Well, yeah, oh, that's how all the verses felt. Yeah, Low key. Like, I used to be watching shooting this in California. We in the Midwest, baby. We ain't got stuff to do. <laughs> so like I've been going back and watching snippets and bits and parts or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, from what I saw, it looked like he tried to say like a little something to Mario. And then Mario was just like, I'm going in after this or whatever. And then Mario came with them vocals, baby. Like, oh, Mario thought this was like uh you got served or something because he up there dancing and hardly singing and it's like then not bringing what Mario we need said you to bring. something about somebody else was singing or marion's vocals on the b2k albums then jay bug came out and said that was true and jay bug said he was the one singing they almost got dropped because oh marion i said oh my what goodness. in the bad boys First club all, was going on i wanted to go to another uh well it wasn't called scream tour it's what we called back in the day but when when they millennial tour and it's like y'all just really ruined, ruined it. it for me you're ruining Omarion doing too much like but you know what it's so funny you said Omarion was doing too much because a lot of people on social media were like Maybe it's starting to make sense now about even the fallout with the Millennium Tour. Since yeah. technically it was supposed to be B2K at first. And then Omarion bumped them and mm-hmm. was like, oh, it's just me touring. So people are like, okay, it's giving prima donna. It's yeah. making sense. Because you know, because Lil Fizz was messing with his baby mama. That's what, like, it'd be so funny to me, like how celebrities just live the life of like a couple from St. Louis, like, anybody that you would ever know like Morgan I am screaming it's like they are no different than us they just got a little bit of change in their pocket that is literally and a little bit of talent like that's it that's That's it it. that's it oh my god but they are living the same like if they was local people this would have all played out on Instagram live somewhere like after they left brunch at the marquee or something like that like I'm just like oh it's a lot going on, but I really like, no, I seriously was irritated by that because I thought they were going to announce another tour. So mm-hmm. like who going on tour now? Cause y'all fake beefing about nothing ruining my day. 
and I really wanted to go. I had went and got another name belt that do like the letters across and everything. I'm like, Morgan, you were fully prepared. I hate I, that. I really I have to go watch it. I'm gonna watch it after. Yeah, I mean, take your time because you have to take it in parts. Because even the first part was really, in my opinion, it was hilarious with like Ray J and all of them. But you know, I don't do anything but listen to music that I grew up on all the time. So like that was like a dream come true for me to watch all of them on the stage. And you know what? Like, we probably go jump to the next topic after I say this, but I can honestly say though, I'm low-key a little disappointed in how verses went. I like when it was really just them yeah, on live. Yeah, they sell it like now. I don't. Yeah, they sell it like now. It's a whole concert. The audience don't even know the songs nine <laughs> times out of 10. I'm just like, bro, take it back. You know what the, who got robbed though during that time? Nelly did because it was a storm and he was in St. Louis that night and it was a storm and somebody else should have put his list together because love Luda too, but Nelly would have demolished Luda in my opinion, but he wasn't picking the right songs and his Wi-Fi kept going out and everything. So he did not benefit from the pre- you know, well, I guess I ain't preventing. No, but, I get what you mean. Yeah, like when they not, were literally in the early days, yes, early stages yes. of doing the. But now it's become the most, even when it, when it was just, I think like Rick Ross and Two Chains did one. Did Rick Ross and Two Chains do one? I think. I feel like they did. And so many people have done them now. Audience, it was just them. They were in the same place. And it was still like better. And they were still on live. But it they just had more production. Yeah. Yes. And and but this now it's too much. Like now y'all selling concert tickets. Like, but I you know how they go trying to make some more money. So it's like, can we get I, I want us to do better? Oh my God. But guys, moving into the make it make sense segment, which is the main segment of the show. We are about to talk about some healthy eating and healthy living. Um, like we mentioned earlier in the episode, Morgan, aka Miss Morganic, is a healthy hoe. I she am. has the merch, she is a blogger um at the organic savage and has journeyed into veganism, which is a realm that I feel like most people don't go into or mm-hmm. people see it in a certain light. Um, I love food. I'll try and eat taste test just about anything unless it's green peas um, or turnips. You don't like peas? I don't. I like, I don't Somebody like peas. Else just told I don't know me why. don't like peas. Who I don't know it? why. And I'm like, it doesn't have a taste. How do you not? It doesn't really have a taste. How do you not? Who just told me? Maybe that? I'm just traumatized, like, and it's just stuck in my brain that Maybe I'm never gonna happened, like them. I feel like peas don't. Who I cannot remember. You said Morgan said, "What did peas do to what me?" I don't do? remember. They don't, I don't I remember. Feel like out of all the vegetables, like they do the least. Like they have the least influence over anything. Maybe. So, like to just out of all the vegetables to not like peas I feel like it's like nitpicking like but that's the crazy thing I literally eat everything else um my own am I thinking about my own background with food I grew up with a family that made soul food um barbecued um we still try different things but again mostly like soul food macaroni and cheese 
cookies, baked chicken, greens, green beans, llama beans, all that sort of thing. Um, but then my mom, probably when I was like preteen, my mom became a pescatarian. Mm-hmm. So hers was more to do with the fact that my mom gets really bad migraines. And so for a while, she would be trying different things to see if it would help um, and so forth. And somebody, I believe, like recommended it to her. So she slowly just started removing turkey and um, chicken and stuff from her diet and just did salmon and tilapia and shrimp and things like that. And after a while, she would even look more into like vegan products and tofu and different things like that. Because she was like, well, you know. I wasn't a big meat eater to begin with. Like as a kid, I don't remember really eating steak or like pork a lot, but Mm -hmm. still she was like, well, I can try like some, how they have like the tofu meat scramble or like the tofu bologna or little things like that or veggie burgers. She will always get those. And I would try them and I'm like, this is actually not bad. Cause I Mm -hmm. promise you once or twice, my mom made some like vegan rotel. She, well, she used real cheese. So let me not say vegan. <laughs> she used like real cheese, but she mm-hmm. would get like the organic tomatoes. Um, She would get the little meat crumbs. Oh yeah. Yeah. The and so forth. And we would make it. And I'm like, okay, this tastes pretty good. Like regular <laughs> rotel. But Morgan, how did your veganism journey begin? Like, what did that look so, like for you? Similar to your mom, it was stuff like headaches and things like that, mm-hmm. that um, kind of got me looking into it more. Um, I was having like skin issues. I would get like chronic migraines and like all that type of stuff. And at the time, like, I came from a family because like I live with my grandma a lot. So my grandma is like, she cooks like breakfast. She make like a lunch and like she make dinner and then we eat the dinner for like two days left over. Then she making a new dinner <laughs> like that. So we always ate like meat and stuff like that. Like, and she always had like a veggie, like with every meal or whatever. But so I can't say that I ate like really bad but it wasn't super clean like of course this is my grandma she living on like fixed income like she's not buying (laughs) organic vegetables and stuff like that plus you know they didn't even grow up like that like we talk about people from the south who was like eating ham hocks and stuff like you know what I'm saying literally so so she honestly was eating pretty well from like even and I don't even like sometimes saying like where you came from because it's still like just a cultural thing with some of the stuff or whatever that you eat. Cause like every once in a while, like we'll still, you know, make that type of stuff. But yeah. So, um, it was maybe like, I had been looking into it for a while. And then of course, like with the popularity of like Instagram and stuff, like being exposed and like seeing different ways of eating and all that type of stuff. I was like, oh, maybe I should try veganism because for a while I hadn't drank milk in years because like me and my dad are like lactose. So that was like already out. Um, so I was like, I was like a kid drinking soy milk like before all this Same. popular. Same. Like, yeah, like, and you could hardly find it. It was like one brand of soy milk. It was. And, yep. So that was me. And then um, I gradually... Cause I like salads and stuff anyway. So I think I like just gradually became vegan. And then one day I was just like, oh, like I actually hadn't been eating like anything not vegan. So um, I was just vegan. And 
It stayed that way for a long time. I really did have a lot of uh, benefits from it. Like one, just like, I feel like anytime you go through like some type of drastic change, I also felt like it kind of lined up with my life at the time, just like changing and things like that. Um, so I was, I was like becoming vegan, but like at the same time, I was like learning how to cook different things. And I was like, oh, like this stuff is really good. And my certain things about my health were improving. I just, I really had fun with it. Like a lot of people used to ask me like, oh, was it hard and things like that? It wasn't because if I don't enjoy something, I'm just not going to do it. So like, it was more of a thing. Like I'm, I already have an interest in this. Yeah. One is proven to be beneficial to my overall health. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm finding things I like. I'm making mm-hmm. it work, and I'm also like growing a survival skill. Like I, yeah. that's how I feel about cooking. Cooking is a survival skill, For real. Because they're down, but I'm trying. <laughs> and there's so many people who either can't cook or don't like to cook. Mm-hmm. And even then, I was gonna ask you, and it sounds like you do. You like to cook, like that's something that you got more into. So I like to a certain extent. I do. Okay. It what you mean by a certain extent? Like, if anything, like I have a friend who likes to cook, but like she'll like, yeah, I'm basting the turkey tonight for something that I'm making tomorrow. I'm like, no, babe, too much. I need something. I like to cook if I know my food is going to be done in an hour. Like a lasagna, love okay. it. Like okay. especially vegan lasagnas, off the chain. Love yes. it. They're yes. so good. So like things like that, if I know I can get it done in a decent amount of time, then I do like to cook breakfast. I love making breakfast and things like that. But just like I did cook more when I was being than while I was not being because I feel like it was more fun, like experimenting and seeing what would work and like getting on YouTube and typing in. I used to follow I still follow them ghetto vegans on YouTube. Oh, my God. They make so much good stuff. They like a black family from like uh, Los Angeles. Like mm-hmm. I think they they from like I don't know where they from somewhere in L.A. And it's like them and their kids and they be cooking all type of different stuff oh my god it's so good and um, it's probably so cute too when you think so about it like, like as a little, family maybe doing like little mukbangs with their kids and stuff and I I just thought yeah I, I I love it but um stuff like that I really did enjoy like trying to make different stuff and like uh that's when I would like start cooking for my family and they would start seeing like oh okay we like don't have and how did they how did they react to you oh at first it depend on like who it was some of them had kind of like already been looking into like veganism so they would like it and ask me to cook certain stuff but like my grandma she used to be so funny because she'd be like yeah I'm making fish you want some fish I'd be like grandma I don't eat meat she'd be like but it's fish that's not me. I'm like grandma. That is like not red meat, but it's me. Baby, I love black people. Either you go uh, eat what we cook it or you go eat what we cook yeah, it. Yeah, something because what you gonna eat. That is literally hilarious. And I feel like it's kind of funny that you said it depended on who asked because ironically yeah. enough, even though my mom was a pescatarian, my mom's younger brother, um, my uncle, my uncle was a vegan. Mm-hmm. And he's been vegan for a long time time and so my grandma would essentially like cater to him and my mom in a way like even though she would cook 
she barbecuing chicken. She's mm-hmm. making potato salad. She would still be nice and go get them their vegan food. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, oh, I made y'all some vegan hot dogs. And me and my cousin used to be trying to try them as kids. And my grandma like, nah, I spent all this money. Y'all well, better right. not eat. You can't y'all not eat them up like the regular hot dogs. Right. Y'all can Especially eat the regular the hot day. dogs. Well, and that's That's the thing that was so crazy. It was. It was so not like as commercial and popular. Like even when my mom would look for certain vegan products and different foods, we would literally go to like a certain store Mm -hmm. where they would have vegan groceries. And Mm -hmm. for a long time, you only saw stuff at high ass Whole Foods. Like it was such a limited supply whereas now baby you can go up in aldi yeah and get i you love some aldi the earth grown stuff oh my god aldi has rebranded baby they I they really have and look i be feeling a little like a little gatekeepy because i'm like the way that my grandma had us up in aldi's baby getting crisp rice instead of rice krispies like and now that bad boy is like in ladue like it's all these in ladue i'm like Aldi's has rebranded and I love it because like you said, as kids, I used to be like, ew, we got to bag our own groceries. Like, yeah, for real. This? Get me out of here. Why? Like, where are the bags? Where, you got to bring your bag. You got to bring a quarter. God, don't let you forget the quarter. Like, damn, I got to do everything. I got to yeah, restock. This, ain't no, this is not no, uh, they say help yourself up in here, baby, because we but, know. But still, just like you said, thinking about it, you would really have to go out of your way to get those products. And I know something else that I always thought was so interesting is just like even the culture that surrounds eating and food. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times people think that even if you enjoy vegan dishes and vegetarian style foods that you you have to eat like that all the time and Mm -hmm. I'm like I don't feel like that's always the case like I do know some people that are very much solely vegetarian solely vegan but I also don't know a lot of people that are flexible like okay I'm gonna introduce some vegan meals into my diet Mm -hmm. but then I might still like a burger I might still go get some Baja fish tacos. Like I'm still going to switch it up and include meat somewhere in my diet. Okay. Okay. And when did this start? Um, like 2020. Okay. Yeah. I'll say like, it's really been like a little journey or whatever. Cause like at first I kind of felt bad in a certain sense, but I will say, like I said, I'm, I'm just like type person. I think it's like almost unhealthy to deny yourself something like in a way that you really want. And then when I felt like I was starting to get like that to where like I would really want something that wasn't vegan and I would go against like what I want and start like denying myself things, I felt like it was getting unhealthy, not the eating itself but the psychology around like what I was doing mm-hmm. um, because I feel like then it starts to become for lack of a better term, like an eating disorder to a certain extent. Cause like you're just when, like, you so strict. You yeah, can't you're, eat now this. You're being you can't do that. Strict on yourself and oh, like we eat something like want to eat something and feel bad about wanting to eat it. 
um, and things like that. That's when I was like, okay, I got to go to London at Suns because what I'm not going to do is like allow myself to like develop some type of, you know, disorder. Or even, even without being a disorder, I hear a lot of people talk about like disorganized eating essentially which isn't I don't feel like it's as I could be incorrect child but I don't feel like it's as dangerous Mm -hmm. as having an eating disorder but it's still like these telltale signs of you like you said denying yourself not satisfying cravings where now it's more mental than just about what Mm -hmm. I'm eating and I also like that's what I was saying before we got on like is I haven't really like went through all like the steps on this, like that kind of like happened, but I like can see some stuff now because um, I look, I look at like what was going on at that time. And that was like when veganism was like really like popping on the internet or whatever. I didn't try to, but like sometimes, especially online, you create like a personality around like a single personality trait or like a single thing that you do mm-hmm. and then you're like even if you're not like somebody with like a million followers or something like it stills happen you're like oh well if I'm not vegan anymore then like this has to change or like so this you have to change I get what you're saying. Are you like, you, you don't want this to be, I don't want this to be my identity. Being yeah. A yeah, yeah. Is a part, like it's not a personality trait. It's just a type Something. of diet. I like to explore and have for myself, but yes, that doesn't but mean. I, I feel like I made it a personality trait. Like, so I didn't blame other people. Cause like, honestly, when I stopped being vegan and started posting food, especially since I was doing like a vegan blog, there were people who like, weren't even from like Missouri who like cursed me out in my dms girl what yes yes like and I feel like there's this like thing that people do on the internet and I really don't know how to explain it but it's just where you have a comfort level yeah or like you see somebody doing something that you would want to do or think you should do. And then when they are no longer doing it, you yourself are confused, even though you may not know this person. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, again, people thinking that, oh, since I follow this person for years and I have a certain familiarity with them that I'm, I just know everything about them. Therefore, and I'm I comment on everything. Like comment on yeah, everything and you like, do. that's not necessarily the case. If yeah. you don't like it, leave me the hell alone. But that's yeah. extreme. Yeah, like, no. And you know, it's really prevalent in like white being communities. <laughs> you know, I believe you though. I believe you. Like they are like, and I'm not just like trying to make like a blanket statement because of course it's not everybody like, disclaimer it's not everybody but like that's what happens um and you just I feel like people have to give people more grace to like find themselves what they do because like you said I'm not a full-time vegan I don't claim to be a full-time vegan anymore but I eat vegan food so often still that I like to almost say that I was you know what I mean like because that's just what I like to eat but through. It's so it's just so funny that you say these things because I get it because I have people like even 
Oh my God. I have an old coworker. Shout out to Rodney. I love Rodney to death. Rodney is hilarious. Black guy. We work together and he's a really good cook and he cooks and he bakes and knows how to do everything. Once or twice, I promise you, I bought a veggie, I bought a veggie burger to work or I ordered some type of like vegetarian dish when we were out. And he like, girl, you is vegan. Why did you not tell me? Like he swear up and down. I <laughs> am a vegan. vegan. <laughs> like even though we're friends and we've um gone to restaurants or like met up at bars and got food. Cause he's still, a, he's a big foodie too. So mm-hmm. he'll always talk about new restaurants. But even when we go, he's like, I'm telling you now they got meat. Like I didn't. <laughs> And it's I'm like, like you are so dramatic. <laughs> I brought two veggie burgers, dude. And I'm like you too. One other thing I've noticed with vegetarian and vegan food that I like, you can cook it quick. Yeah. That be the thing that be making mm-hmm. it hit. People, mm-hmm. you get tired of cooking meat takes forever. For real. To like cook. I'm not putting no Cornish hand in the thing for the seven. It's not happening. You have to cook it forever. Then, like you said, your homegirl, like, oh, I have to marinate the turkey like meat. It's crazy. To me, it takes more to season meat than it, it does. does vegetables. Then it do some vegetables, like, like to make a fire salad. You could get that done in five minutes tops. Literally. Or I know when I first moved, I, now I don't know why I did this. This was kind of me not having no sense. But when I first moved, I had downloaded this meal thing and mm-hmm. it was literally like a PDF of clean eating vegan recipes. Mm-hmm. And they were so easy to make. It was just like some of the ingredients. I feel like it was a little bit harder because I was like, girl, you've already spent all this money moving. Why yeah. the hell is you buying salad dressing for $10? Yeah. You need your ass books mm-hmm. in me. This is not the time. Mm-hmm. But I still liked it. Like, I know one of my favorite recipes, I learned how to make like a green lentil soup. It I was delicious. I was like lentils kind of far. I did not know that. I love um, I start roasting like chickpeas for my salad. Mm-hmm. I'm like this, like you said, a good ass salad. Um, making like buffalo cauliflower bites, cauliflower things like that. So good. And I like it, but even in like you said, I like incorporating those dishes mm-hmm. with other things. And even being like, okay, I might not eat vegan and vegetarian food for the entire day but okay for my meal in the morning I might just do something that's quick that can be seen as yeah. vegan or for my lunch I might do a veggie burger like mm-hmm. I can go without it until like you said you notice a difference in your health when I eat yeah. like shit I feel like shit. Feel it. Uh-huh. and yep. there's so many people that like you said, you have to kind of have that balance of like, I'm not denying myself, but at the same time, I'm not overindulging. Yeah. And that I feel like that just comes with like knowing your own body. Cause like, oh my goodness, veganism, like it introduced me to a lot of stuff. Like I never knew what an oyster mushroom was. I would fry an oyster mushroom quicker than I fry some chicken, like still to this day, because they're just so good to me. But it, it definitely comes like knowing your body and like incorporating other things in and like just paying attention to like, and I feel like that's what healthy hell is about. Like at the time it was about, and like I said, cause I was going through a lot of changes at that time. It was about veganism to an extent, 
But like when I even think about the brand more now, it's more on point now because what is eating healthy if you're not mentally okay? Like what is doing these things if you're not all if you're not trying to get right in other places kind of thing? So um, I think that's like what it kind of more so it it kind of like evolved as I evolve kind of thing because yeah it was like okay well I'm doing this but I still feel I feel like I'm eating well but I don't feel like I'm all the way like there yet or like this is like all the way me um and things like that so it's really became more about how do you define it like mm-hmm. for yourself, like what makes you feel good? What makes you feel because, like you said, if I eat like shit, I'm gonna feel it anyway. <laughs> like if I'm eating like that five, seven days a week for the next three weeks, like I'm gonna feel it anyways. And so it's gonna play on my mental health. But then also not eating what I wanted was like playing on my mental health too. So it becomes like about balance and moderation. And this is for me because everybody different. There's some people who like being vegan for 15, 20 years and they don't feel like any, they don't ever like have to go back. And I've also seen people like do like, I've seen people do like a carnivore diet and like. Now that scared me. Yes. So I've that seen so, and they, but they still eat vegetables, but they are very heavy on meat and like heal some of like, I've seen people heal skin issues with it. Like, it's just the human body is so complex and like finding your thing and what makes you feel good is like what's best. And what I, when I knew, like, I kind of had to like, kind of revamp like the messaging around it. Cause I feel like the healthy health brand was like super incorporated into veganism because I was vegan or whatever. Cause I had like somebody ask like, Oh, I was going to get like a healthy health bag but, or like a avocado shirt, but I'm not vegan. It's like, you don't have to be you don't have (laughs) like how do you feel right now like are you happy are you health sometimes look the best health waiver I feel like is happiness but that's like a whole other thing like (laughs) but I get it I get it that makes complete sense because it's all about what's fitting for you I've even heard of people matching their diet to their blood type too and they have noticed things have you ever read that book it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. It it's is. very interesting, like how they say some people need to have a leafier green diet, then some mm-hmm. people need to more focus on beans um, or even grains. And some people say it really works for them. Some people are like, ah, I noticed some changes, but I didn't feel like a drastic difference. Mm-hmm. But again, it is literally based on your own body. People have like health concerns, things mm-hmm. they want to improve. I know for me, one thing I wish I could eat, like I eat healthy, but I always feel like I'm looking for food that is like energizing and calming mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, Just because I hate heavy food like Mm -hmm. that makes me feel sluggish Mm -hmm. or makes me feel tired so I'm always looking for something that's like I'm full and I'm satisfied Mm -hmm. but at the same time I don't feel like I gotta sleep for three or two days because I promise you my grandma made some gumbo one time when I tell you I only ate half a bowl and I was sleep yeah yeah what did you did you put melatonin (laughs) like literally I ate it it 
just sat back and was out. I'm like, oh, I was yep. in here. You ever like go eat a meal and you like, yeah, this is gonna put me right to bed. I thought we was going somewhere after this. But I'm going right to sleep, baby. Like, and that happens. I it happens so much because even it's so funny you said that this past weekend, one of my best friends, she lives in New York, but she's from St. Louis, so she already know home of the Chinaman. She's we get some Chinese food mm-hmm. when you come. So we got fried rice and crab ragout. We eat it, and I'm like, we about to take a nap <laughs> because I'm full. Like I done ate an egg roll. I. I have eaten well, but like you said, I need to lay down. But I know I can't do that all the time. It's uh-huh. good one or two times, but I don't have to do it every day. Um, but again, it's it's a way that I just see incorporating food. I want to eat what I like, I want to try different stuff. Um, even another thing, like St. Louis has had a pretty good vegan scene. I like yeah, that they vegan really restaurant. Do like my and I don't even I, I don't even think I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion but for one I feel like everybody who lives in every city that they grew up in complains about everything in their city and like True. St. Yeah. Louis is not exempt to that but honestly St. Louis is one of my anytime I go anywhere I'm like bruh I miss St. Louis food like St. Louis is one of my favorite food cities and I've been a couple places and I'm like St. Louis has really good food but um oh yeah the vegan vegan scene is so off the chain it It really is again you have to be a person that wants to try new stuff wants to explore and be open to it like I've been a Terra Tacos I've been a love it Lulu love it um I haven't been a treehouse I'm slacking it's so it's like a little dinner spot But see, like we have all of these different places that you can go and even get a feel for what you like. Say, for instance, you're interested in veganism and vegetarian, even just a different style of diet. Mm -hmm. Why not go and just experiment and see? Because you really don't know. Some jackfruit tacos might change your life. They really might not realize it until you have seven just opened up on Del Mar. They are so good. Yes. And that's and like black owned. Yes, black owned. I love them so much. But that's why I always like still encourage people to like try veganism because some people have never even tried it and don't know what it's like. And I promise that you will. I well, I don't promise, but I feel like most people <laughs> after you try it, you're going to want to incorporate a lot of them foods on your own naturally. And I feel like that's what it's about. Like. I feel like sometimes we have to make it less about like, you have to eat this way. You have to eat this way. And the way that you are eating is absolutely horrible. And it's because like, to be honest, sometimes food is just for you to enjoy yourself, period. Like sometimes you just like the way something tastes and it's just for you to enjoy yourself. Like that's how I feel about like cake and stuff. Like I love me a good piece of chocolate cake. Am I finna sit up here and eat it every single day? No, but (laughs) sometimes- Everything don't have to be good for you all the time. And that's just how I feel now, like on my own little eating journey. But you should be eating for the nourishment of your body for the most part. And for, you know, you want to eat something that in lines with you being healthier. Mm -hmm. But so I feel like if you just like try veganism, oh my gosh, even if you don't stay vegan, you're going to like naturally incorporate a lot of those things into your 
food. Anyways, like I said, I will, even though oyster mushrooms cost through the roof, <laughs> for them four, four pieces of mushroom, I will tear some oyster mushrooms up. Like I really will. Like it's so much stuff that I still eat now. And people like how you was like your friend be like, oh, you, you, uh, they got me here. People still think I'm vegan. I'm like, no, bro. I just like falafels. Like, no, I just like lentils. Like, it's just so interesting though that people can't make the discernment between just like you said I enjoy it I'm still gonna eat it but that doesn't mean I am just going to box myself into this one style of diet Mm -hmm. like people we got to give ourselves more credit and I know too that I have enjoyed though seeing more black people get into being vegan and vegetarian because we already can cook we mm-hmm. cook good as hell. Oh, so and for when us, we get up in there, start cooking, baby. So for when we remix certain recipes and certain things, I'm always really interested then because I'm like, I feel like this is gonna taste like the yes. meat, including meal. Look, cause we then, baby, like we would have some broccolini tasting like some. You be like, what are we eating? what are we eating are you sure so you checking your food make sure it ain't got no meat in it like yes, oh my god and that had did that ever happen to you once or twice oh, that like, had happened to me before at 12 or 7 i'm like nah it's something up in here like i'm like nah what they put i'm over here looking i got my boyfriend says i'm like is that not meat and they don't even use like meat alternatives they use like like it's super plant-based like it's not even like impossible meat or nothing like that like they mm-hmm. i don't know what they over there doing but in general People know. I, think, I think it is really good that black people are like paying attention to their health more in general because we really need that that's also why i think like that integrative like form of eating and not being so like these are the rules and you have to do this it's like even better for like us as a group because then people don't feel so like, oh, if I'm not doing this, then, you know what I'm saying? That's not good enough. And I might as well not even do it because it's not even vegan. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's like where I was coming because I was like for a second, I was being kind of like I ass a little bit <laughs> like, oh, my God, like I would go to the family events and I would be like that person. Not too bad. I really wasn't too bad. I felt like I always like kind of knew like where to draw the line but I'm like yeah I'm just gonna sit here and eat all this down the you want to eat nothing great good for you blah 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 blah. but then when I start being like an asshole and just being like oh like I brought this you know to incorporate they probably were more open to trying it way more open and especially now since like I'll eat like what they eating too and then like put like a lot of my stuff like they'll eat it too you know what I'm saying and I just I don't know I, I feel like that's my route, you know, and I feel like that's kind of where I stand with the whole, with the whole thing. But like, best believe, oh, this year I will be at Veg Fest, eating up a storm. When is like, Veg Fest? It's this year. It's in August. Why I don't know. They should have kept it in October because the, usually the weather is like perfect in October, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna be like hot as hell <laughs> in August. Because I usually sell there. I usually sell there, but this year I'm not um, selling any merch because like right now I'm just trying to like see what I want to do with like the whole healthy whole thing because I don't know. I don't know what I want to do with it. I'm like trying to get, 
I'm not going to say I'm trying to get myself all the way together because that's like probably never going to happen. Probably never going to get all the way together. But just like my brand and like the messaging around it um, and things like I that. I mean, you've changed. You're like, this is a new era. I'm entering. Yeah. I want to incorporate this and have it be a reflection of me. Because, you know, you're learning mm-hmm. more about yourself as you get older. You realize things. And again, you kind of... I feel like the older you get, the more you fall into characteristics you've always have. So if you know, hey, I'm more free spirited. I'm not a person who just wants to tie myself down to any and everything. Then you are going to grant yourself some more time. Like, girl, please, this damn chicken wings. 100% true because I feel like I've always, like, as long as we've been on social media, I feel like in my earlier 20s, like, I would always see, like, as you become older, you become the person you were already born as again. I'm like, okay, whatever. But then, like, the older that I get, like, no, it's, it's really true. And I used to feel like it was a bad thing because I promise I, I will try anything. I actually, I actually, like, it was not surprising for, like, my mom and them that, like, I was and I'm just keep using vegan as an example, but you can almost say anything. Like it was a time in my life where I wanted to be like a concert pianist and I was really into piano and then I'll fall off. And then so like vegan, I was like super hard and then I'll fall off and then whatever ever is next. And I always thought that was like a bad thing, but I'm it's legit not. just that type You of are a multidimensional person. Yeah. You have interest and hobbies change and they're changeable I'm like that too I'm not a person who if anything I admire people that are on those straight and narrow paths like I always knew this was me this is always me like Like, boo keep it keep it boo that's yeah it's like I it's not that and I felt like you should be like oh I don't really know who I am but I don't even think that's true like do you feel the same way like it's not that I don't know who I am I just know I'm always changing. I'm always evolving. Like all the time. Like there's never going to be a point in time where I'm always going to be the same person. And I feel like more people got to realize that like you can literally have interests and hobbies that you love and care about, but you can also look into other endeavors, Mm -hmm. have other interests, figure out a way to bring them together Mm -hmm. or drop one and lean into one more so it's just all about honoring who you are at the moment making Mm -hmm. sure like you said before this is what I want to do this is how it plays into my life now so I'm gonna do it nobody I'm gonna do it I'm gonna switch it up and whoever feels that way about it like that's just still crazy they slid into your dms because I would have been like you no it was was really nuts and I know some other people who said like that has happened to them before too like especially with like the I think people just get really um, into like people, especially like with eating and stuff. I feel like it's real touchy for a lot of people and like diets and stuff. So I feel like people like try to mimic what they see. And then when you're not doing that, because it was even people who weren't like cursing me out, but people who were like, oh, I went vegan because you now you're not vegan. I'm wondering if I should change my diet. I'm like, girl, do what you want to do. I don't know nothing about that. Like, like, okay, like, and I feel them like, ah, but you can't because at the end of the day, you are your own person, you are your own individual. Yes, I have made a lifestyle change, but it's not to say you can't do that eventually. But Mm -hmm. again, that's something you got to figure out for yourself, boo. I I am just here to share my experience and Mm -hmm. have y'all along for the journey. 
it's I like don't, have don't to lie be. on me because I will switch it up in a second. Like I'm the if same I heard new information about something, I will switch it up. Don't don't rely on me because I'm always like open to change all the time. And more people have to. I feel like that's open to change. Literally, that is the premise and tagline of this episode because you have to be open to change um and just have those things evolve as you see fit whether it's a new diet a new mindset Mm -hmm. whatever just go for and accept it for what it is and I don't know I won't you become a healthy hoe you know what I'm saying pretty open to everything pretty much like I remember when I first named it like like why are you saying comments a hoe or whatever but like me personally I like pissing men off that's like my favorite thing to do I love calling myself derogatory terms so men are confused so like that was number one <laughs> and so it's true you like the branding is true to myself oh that's even so though true to me even though this is about veganism and a diet and lifestyle and a healthy eating journey, like I can still joke about myself in that manner mm-hmm. because I want to, that's my brand. It's I'm like, humor. I'm way back. Be you, be you piss people off in the process. Like that is the brand. And that is the healthiest you that you're going to be the you, you being you, that's the healthy part. You being you ain't taking care of yourself. The best way that you can, whether that's like eating, self-care, what whatever makes you feel like you're being healthy. Like, shoot, some people get up, take a walk around the block, get some sunlight, go to the park, and that's healthy. Some people go out with friends, get a nice meal, like, and they laughing and joking, that's healthy. Like, be you, be happy, be healthy, and you're going to be a healthy hoe. Like, and hoe is gender neutral, so anybody could be a healthy hoe, so... I love it either way. I'm here for it. I need more people to be as well. But I was going to say, did you have any, I feel like that was a very good, like, closing thing. But you have any additional uh, advice for anybody just journeying into just healthy living overall? I feel like everybody should try to incorporate, you know, healthier eating and stuff um, into their diets and do what works for them. Um, yeah, I might have wrapped up with that last statement because it's really just finding out about you and what works for you. And I know that's really hard in this day and age with like social media. And it's really hard to like think that other people are like healthier than you and doing better than you. And you have to like mimic exactly what they're doing. If you fall off that wagon, then now you, you know what I'm saying, out the game and whatever else. But I really feel like, uh, especially in this day and age, like we really have to pay attention to ourselves and our own bodies and what's good for us mentally, emotionally, physically, all of those types of things. And you're going to open up your full wholeness, you know, your full healthy wholeness. And I love that. I love that, y'all. Come on, be a healthy hoe. (laughs) Um, commit to it whatever the journey looks like but you guys moving on to the last segment of the show we have you are drove so um disclaimer (laughs) for my non-St. Louis and drove is terminology when you just thought something was gonna work out in your favor and it does not it ends up in just another way and you like life you like, wait a second (laughs) this is not how I had it looking but you guys I found a hilarious well this is 
is it hilarious maybe it is hilarious the day and age we live in um why did somebody smack really rudy giuliani um the former oh, new york city mayor got smacked he was out at a grocery store campaigning for his son oh who is running for governor and thought he was being greeted by some supporters out in a grocery store and a man just ran up on him is there a video of this it is Okay, I need you to send me that video. It is a video of this. And literally, it's just like, it's grainy, but you can tell, like, literally, he is around a group of people. And they look like they all talking and chatting. And then you just see this man come up and, like, hit him in the back of the head. And people are looking like, wait a minute. (laughs) What happened? What happened? Even then, the hit itself. It's not that bad. Like he didn't knock him upside the head. Yeah, it head. wasn't like. Yeah, it, wasn't that it was. Bad. It was almost like when a man. Do you remember when that man threw that shoe at President Bush? That, and he was why like ducking. Exact thing I was thinking. It was kind of like that. Why was, that was the exact thing I was literally about to say. Do you remember when that? And like we was kids when that happened. Like but I remember that cleanest day vividly. I remember seeing it playing back to back to back on TV. And you know what? Bush duck game was a little was a little cold. Like I can't lie about that. Like oh my he god, he did that a little dodging. He did. He really liked the little swivels and the, uh, he, he really did. did. He did. But politicians, I guess y'all need to be on high alert now because y'all passing um, all of these flugazi ass laws and, and overturning stuff. If people happen to be upset about it. I was just about to say, you cannot, like, first of all, uh, well, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say I'm not for physical violence, but I would just say I'm not putting a call out for it. I'm not doing that. But you cannot, it's almost like when you got a smart mouth and you think ain't nobody going to touch you and then like you get slapped and like, you like, oh my God, I thought we, we don't do fits. Nah, you can't run your mouth like that and think ain't going to touch you. You can't be making all these decisions about people's lives want all the money and the fame and everything else. You you put yourself out there. You cannot you want to do all of that and you then did. be upset. And we have it too, how you mentioned before, just about social media and all the visibility it gives. We have so many people that are like conservative talk pieces, like just on the internet who are these personalities where they only talk about conservative things and they just push all of these terrible rhetorics about people uh, being on welfare and them needing to cut government assistance and even just the stuff they say about women. Well, women are out here dressing like this and, and looking like uh, this. And and even then, shit. some of them don't even have like legal backgrounds Nothing. to even cite half and the stuff what? they say. I blame, I blame the news for putting these people on TV. I blame the news. I just blame, again, platforms for allowing yeah. stuff to be said especially when it's just, harmful why are you just letting people talk like why it's, it's ridiculous like why literally outside of president trump it's a few other people who just need to be banned from all social media. not for do you remember ann coulter yes she's nuts she was so annoying as hell and she i was, was just like she obviously has some type of to me i feel like she has some type of like real like issue 
And they were just giving her a platform to just keep talking. It's like, why the hell do I know her name? Why do I know Ann Coulter's name? For what? Because she was everywhere. She was like, everywhere. Look, look she, busy. She she was nuts. Even um, oh my god, heard from her in a few years though. And I don't even want to speak her up. Child, she might be somewhere ready to just. The only person I can think of is, oh my gosh. Oh, now I can't think about her name either. Cause she, but they all have a look. Oh, Tommy Lauren. That's who I was thinking about her. But that's the crazy thing. All the white conservative yeah. women Blonde have a look they look like they, they have the do. purge they all look like the Aryan sisterhood or something like <laughs> like you said long blonde hair they yeah. have like those just hollow looking eyes I love skin and their eyes they're, will they're, be like blue or something and you like but you know with some black eyeliner on just a little just to bring out a little pop like I'm like, why are we giving these people, why? Like Tommy Loren was one of the people like I were like, it really clicked for me that like, she literally types anything on anything about race that goes viral. And then we make her more viral. Like she was like, when I learned how to like block, cause I would see her stuff and get so irritated. But I was like, you know what? This tweet she just made is exactly what I would write if I was trolling hella heavy. And I feel like she just trolling the hell out of me. Just like Candace Owens. It's the Candace same Owens thing. Candace Owens is trolling. She is trolling like, bruh. And then I just hate when they like, oh, it's just a difference of opinion. You know what? The thing that really kills me about like black people who do that, bruh, I know, I know plenty of black people that's conservative. That's not the problem. It's like Candace Owens will be like that and then delivery like in the same sentence throw her own people under the bus. Like that's what I I never like in front of company throwing black people under the bus. Like not gonna happen. Like and that is the thing. Like she just cannot wait to throw black people under the bus. It gave me like she got bullied real bad and just have not gotten over it. And it's it's bullying, it's self-hate, it's it's definitely misogyny, it's a whole bunch of different things that she got going on. Like, but you know what though? One thing though, it does go to show, at least in Candace Owens' case, that you can still be a marginalized person and be a bigot or yeah be you like can't. a bad person because people you know, love to be like oh well I'm a black man I'm sir you're still a man let's think yeah, about that for real or I'm a gay person I can't be discriminate no yeah let's you think you're a white gay person like mm-hmm. we have to take things into consideration like that like yes you're still gonna have some level of privilege especially if you going and putting all these other people down and mm-hmm. again saying shit that's harmful that you know will i wish like the boondocks because like i watch the boondocks on like every couple months i go back and like rewatch seasons and stuff and i wish they was here to like have social commentary because i feel like of course when i was younger i didn't really grasp like all the social commentary they were given they hit so many things on the head even uncle ruckus with him like just being this funny like you know self-hating person but then i watched the episode a while ago and i said that because we're talking about like candace owens of course i don't know her story this all of this could have never happened to her 
I don't know. But like when they really went into like, let's just show you how good the writers were. Cause when they really went into like the background of like Uncle Ruckus and you know what was happening to him, his daddy was black and they, his daddy was dealing with racism. Cause like they would do it so subtly, like, but his daddy was abusive in the home, like to him. So I just think it's like so crazy how like that cartoon just like put all that stuff together. Like, so he's so Uncle Ruckus is dealing with self-hate from a dad who was like agitated dealing with racism outside the home. Then the mom yeah. who had it already internalized yeah, and white women. her in the beautiful. 50s or whatever. And then that's, and now you got Uncle Ruckus who's like a big old coon. <laughs> and it's like, sometimes I just want to extend a little grace, but I just can't do it. It's like, Candace, get off my timeline with this foolishness, girl. She's Ooh. big blocked. I have her so blocked. I got so, you know what? If I ever, remind me to show you my Twitter block list one day, because it's so long. I don't have a so long, long block list, but I do have a long list of muted words. Oh, I like have muted what? and blocked going crazy. Soft Bro. life is blocked right now. So, I have soft life blocked. I might need to block soft life. I might need to block luxury. I uh, might need to block yeah. black girl luxury. Yeah. I, I, that maybe I block generations and yeah. generations because <laughs> I was sick of hearing that this generation. Like, oh bro. my goodness, it's like, but y'all don't want to talk about that. But we don't discuss that. Like, all them phrases are blocked because more than likely we have. Nine times out of 10, you are not the first person to ask about this. First of all, who, you're here now. Yeah, what? but what's going to happen? You know what kills me? Like when people, like, I guess maybe like the generation younger than us or whatever, when they comment on like how things were like so wholesome in the 90s and like the music was so wholesome, like you obviously were not there. Our parents were doing the coochie roll at prom. Like, no, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Was. They People, like, they think Morris Chestnut. They think, um, like, Tupac, uh, Janet Jackson, Box Braids. They have uh, no idea what was really going on. They like, don't. Like, I comment all the time because they'll be like, oh, these new female rappers are just so raunchy. I'm like, baby, we grew up on Look Him, a Foxy Brown. Like, bro, hoes was getting to it back in the day. Like, if they you, were toned down, like, they were. And again, people just have to get out of this mindset of wanting to be in the past because, again, what is there? Last yeah. time I checked, too, with you the 90s. There. It's you weren't even there. there. You were not to, there. Baby, was it not crack last time I checked? Yeah. Like, I don't, mm, I think I'm yeah. a pass. I, I'm, I'm, a like, pass. I, I'm like, one day I'm going to like do deep research on just like the call. And granted, I'm still on the internet. I love the internet. But like just the culture of like internet, which I think like even it's like kind of tied into that vegan thing, but it expands so far out of that of like making everything a personality trait like which is the only reason I have like soft life blocks because I feel like the concept is cute in itself but like how is this now because of becoming like a personality trait 
Like, because people people want to make it a thing and want it to be yeah. like black women don't live their lives like this and black women are so hardened by society like yes there are societal elements that are barriers for us on other things but yeah I know black women that go to the spa and got their hair manicures and pedicures like one thing like everything is just I feel like so over exaggerated online because like yes we live in we got you know change gonna come like we we still marching like I get it we are we going through we going through a lot baby like I understand but they're like go get some coffee and like put their feet up at the spot and be like the life that all black women deserve to live every single day and it's just like don't you have to pick up your kids like <laughs> I'm just like bro let's not act like we don't go to the like y'all just making this seem like we is no it's just something I get it no I get it just rubs me and I feel like I can never express it for real without sounding like a hater but it's just something about like no we got to start going on trips and it's like we do we do and when we start going on trips y'all tell us that we burning the spot out so like who gives a fuck what y'all think because y'all you're doing exactly what a lame person would be doing talking about it on the internet go get you a hobby get you a life but so many people don't want to be it's so funny you say I don't want to sound like a hater because why did I see a TikTok and it was a black girl and she was like y'all always want to call somebody a hater maybe your outfit just is ugly (laughs) and I was fucking screaming because sometimes like people don't have to like everything that you do. People you can know. comment on stuff and say like, and put it on I don't video. get it. It's okay, bro. Nobody like hate to see you living, living life. But it's not, <laughs> we come on now. Let's relax. You like, know what? I can honestly say Morgan, this has been a great conversation. <laughs> we have touched on so many different things. I love it. Um, I am just still so weak thinking about everything that we have talked about. But Morgan, can you please tell everybody where to find you? I know you still, like you said, you're doing some rebranding, yeah. some rethinking about how you want to um, just showcase where you are right now in life. But can you tell my listeners where they can find you? At? So follow Miss Morganic on Instagram and you will get updates on everything. Let me make sure it's not like an underscore after this. So yeah, it's just M-I-S-S-M-O-R-G-A-N-I-C, Miss Morganic. Um, we will, we are in the process of like branding, not really so much rebranding, just um, getting new products and things like that. So follow us there and you'll see when something else drops. And we have the totes coming back as well because everybody just loves the totes. I love a good tote though. Like just going I, somewhere I and being cute. And, and that tote always like gets so much attention, I swear. Like take that tote it. to the gym. First of all, I got a tote from uh, when I went to, uh, oh my gosh, Polite Coolery. When I went to uh, the little yeah. pop-up podcast thing and it was like mm-hmm. a spin a night bag and I carry it. I should have got one. Places. It would be like one. a spin a night bag, girl, what? Yeah. I'm like mind your one. business. But yes, y'all be on the lookout but Morgan it has been so good having you this was so fun and you all that's it for this week's episode bye
Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.